This is so wizarding. Hey, this is Steve from Dinner and a Podcast, and you're listening to the Nerd Podcast Mafia, entertainment your ears can't refuse. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizards. You're thinking, you're the people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. It's like this and that and this and y'all. It's like this and that and this and y'all. It's episode number 186 of the So Wizard podcast. I'm your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. First we're going to rock, then we're going to roll, then we let it pop. Go, let it go. <laughs> Aubrey going to give it to you. <laughs> Excellent. Um, Mark, when, when you're done, can I just have a sample of Aubrey saying she's going to give it to me? Can you just send that? <laughs> so that's my email. And uh, the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus Reagan. Yo, Wakanda forever. What is going on, everybody? You are listening to So Wizard Podcast. Three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly. This week, we are going to talk about some nerdy news, and then we're going to go into a reaction and review of the latest Netflix release, the live-action Full Metal Alchemist film. But before we get into all that kind of craziness, what's going on? How's everybody doing? Aubrey, let us know what goes on in the world of Aubrey. Uh, nothing much. Um, you know, no, I had the flu this week, and um, that's about it. I mean, I got a new job, but I think I said that last week, so really nothing... Nothing else is new. How's the new job going? I haven't started yet. I started on um, Monday. Gotcha. Next Monday, not this Monday. Next Monday. I'm excited. Cool, cool. So you're just at home taking care of a sick little boy? No, I'm. So I'm still doing oh, your, um, your other job. My yeah, I'm still at the distillery for for a little bit longer. Gotcha. Sweet. What about you, Mark? What's been going on? Uh, nothing much. I haven't had a chance to really get out and go to the movies other than Black Panther a couple of times last week. Um, I went to check out a, a show, um, like an off-Broadway show this week called Something Rotten, out near Boston, kind of a little bit a little bit away from us. Uh, my friend won tickets to see it and uh, wanted to go. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll culture myself. I'll check out a play just to be nice. And it turns out the play was actually really good. Uh, it was... It's a, a musical about Shakespeare, but the the Shakespeare uh, is they they kind of take the piss out of Shakespeare. Uh, so it's it has a lot of really contemporary songs and uh, or contemporary style of music and a lot of like really contemporary jokes. So I th- I thought it was really good. It's called something rotten, something rotten, uh, and it was actually pretty good. So I enjoyed it. It's nice to explore other avenues other than uh, other than movies. Awesome. Um, I have not been doing anything, actually. <laughs> I'm not a very exciting person. I uh, went to see Black Panther again. Not at a place for weekend. you. Not at a place for this you time second I, time. Well, this time I, I had to take my son to see it. So, um, no, it was good. It's still really good. I actually almost liked it more the second time. <laughs> right. But I do. I just that, that is my one gripe with the movie, man. It still sticks out as I wish. 
could the Russos just come and shoot the fight scenes for all the movies? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, other than that, yeah, no, it was really good. Well, I went to see it at a different theater, so uh, it was strange that there was no one there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the theater that I think the theater I went to the second time I saw it, too. It was well. We, to be fair, it was ten in the morning when we went. Mm-hmm. I just I got out of work at seven a.m. on Saturday, and I came home and I was like, "Yeah, fuck it, I'm not going to bed." And so I just said, "What's the earliest showing we can go to?" <laughs> and there it was. I couldn't get tickets to the um, bigger, more expensive movie theater near us because they was all sold out, except directly in front of the, with your nose pressed up against the screen <laughs> for like the majority of the day. So, um, yeah, we went to the smaller cheaper theater and, and i mean it's fine but uh you know it's just weird that there was no one in there so. well i'm it's one of those shows that it, it gets busier like through the course of the day like no one's going to show up at the first show but uh you know as people start to try to go into the bigger theaters and they get sold out they'll work their way down to that theater which is cool good for them sweet so yeah that was about it other than that i've just been working and sleeping so what did your son think of black panther oh he loved it nice he might want to be Black Panther for Halloween, but I don't know if that's like racist or something. <laughs> <laughs> you can totally do it. Just don't give him blackface. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. You can be Black Panther. You can't be T'Challa. Oh, okay. <laughs> awesome. All right. Yeah, that's about it. That's that's the excitement. So, I mean, Mark, you know what time it is. I don't know, Joey. What time is it? It's uh, social media time. <laughs> All right. So everybody can go to SoWizardPodcast.com where you will find new episodes every week, along with movie reviews from yours truly, uh, Netflix picks from our buddy Adam Mollyhawk. Our So Wizard Podcast merchandise is right there so you can purchase some swag and represent the show. Uh, look good while you're doing it. Um, a great way to support our show is by doing your Amazon shopping through our website. We have a link right on there. It's a big A. Click on that A. Do your Amazon shopping. Get the stuff that you want and you get to help out So Wizard too. Um, you can also find our social media links there. We have Facebook, we have Twitter, Instagram. Uh, you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review while you're there. Uh, you can also review us on podknife.com. Find us on the Stitcher Radio app for your tablet or smartphone. You can find us on Podbean, Satchel, Google Play Music, and also on Spotify. You can also find us on a nerdpodcastmafia.com website. And I believe that should be it. Back to you. Joey. Stop hurting my head, please, alien. <laughs> uh, that's a good one. Excellent. Uh, great. So, why don't you uh, bring forth this crazy nerd news so we can have something to discuss? Yo, pump it up. It's time for the news. Yo, we getting ready to bring you the news, boy. All right, Mark. Bring out your news. Bring them out, bring them out. All right. So, news stories. Uh, let's start with uh let's start with a cartoon that's coming out from Marvel Animation based on a comic book called Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. Uh it's about a Little girl who, I guess, according to uh, Marvel, is the smartest person in the world. And she uh, saves the world along with her big crimson dinosaur. I haven't read this book, but I've seen the image of uh, the cover 
Uh, issue number one is her like kissing a dinosaur on the nose, which I thought was really cute. I haven't read it, but it sounds pretty cool. I'm kind of interested to see what it's all about. Aubrey, have you heard of this? And is this something that you might be interested in? I haven't heard of it, but I'm sure I'll see it because it has a dinosaur in it. And Noah loves dinosaurs. So I'm sure he'll like see it, a uh, preview for it, and then he'll want to see it. So That's awesome. I didn't even think about that. That's a, a good... Uh, that's a good enticement for uh for little kids. Uh, Joy, what about yeah. you? Um, yeah, this comic book is trash. <laughs> the comic book isn't that good. No, look at it. Uh, all I saw was the cover of it. Ah, it's garbage. Nobody buys that crap. I'm sure the cartoon might be cool, but I don't know. The comic sucks. Really? Ah, damn. Well, you, maybe the well, book isn't just for you, Joey. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm not exactly the target audience for a book about a nine year old girl. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's it's not anything I'm even remotely interested in. Uh, it would be interesting to uh, see what the animation looks like and uh, what channel it's going to be on. And, uh, you know, maybe uh, my son will watch it if it's cool. But, yeah. uh, you know, and if they have like other Marvel characters on there, it would be cool, too. But yeah, I think they're aiming for either like a Disney Channel thing or the new streaming service that they're going to be doing. It might be an exclusive to that, too. Yeah, I wonder about that, but um, maybe it'll go on Disney XD because they have a lot of uh, other Marvel cartoons on there. So. Yep, yep. All right. Okay, so speaking of Marvel, um, this week is the 100th episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, I have not been watching the show, but I hear this season has been really good. I will definitely be checking out uh, episode 100 because those are usually, they usually do like really cool things on TV shows for episodes 100. So I'll, I'll definitely check that one out. Uh, Joey, I know you've been following Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Have you, are you up to date? And uh, are you excited for this big episode coming up? I am not up to date. <laughs> <laughs> I am not watched. I only, we will only watch the pilot or sorry, the uh, premiere. Yeah. This this season. So we haven't really, it's been, it's tough. We work third shift and like, I got my, my days off split. So I used to have who care. I'm sure people really care about this, but I have uh, I used to have Saturday, Sunday off. So, you know, I get out of work on Saturday morning at 7 a.m. And if I want, I could sleep and, you know, blah, blah, blah. blah. Now I have Wednesday, Saturday off, which is fine. But, you know, I don't have that extra day. So my Saturdays are crammed full of stuff. Oh, geez. I'm literally like running around nonstop. And then I usually just collapse at the end of the at the end of the day. Um, so I haven't had a lot of time to sit down and just watch something. I haven't barely watched anything of the CW shows this year either. I haven't watched any of Riverdale or nothing. I'm just, I haven't watched shit. I haven't watched any of the walking dead really after the first three episodes. Um, so yeah, I, I, I still love the show. Uh, I, I've watched it the whole time up until this year and I started this year, but at, at some point I will sit down and, and watch <laughs> Watch it all the way through. Tell you. I'm excited to see what they can do with the three hallway sets that they built <laughs> for the first uh, first 15 episodes. I'll tell you right now, dude, the best way to catch up on those CW shows is just wait until they're on Netflix and just binge them. Just binge right well, through Well, the, the internet can provide. Cool. It's just a matter of finding the time to literally like sit down and, and watch. Mm -hmm. it, it's, this, it's the length of the seasons is what the problem is, you know an eight episode, 10 episode season. I could sit down and bang that out in a couple days or right. a week or so. But when like 22 episodes, 24 hour long episodes, I just don't know when I'm in the fucking time for that. Exactly. It's actually easier for me to just read what happened on Wikipedia. 
Hey, I just saw they released a picture of uh, Iris from The Flash with a superhero costume. I have no idea why she has one. Obviously, we're all big fans of Iris. Uh, yep. <laughs> so I'd like to find out, but I don't know. It's like I, I don't know when I'm at the time to even get caught up to that point. All you got to do is watch that one episode or previously on Flash and boom, caught oh, up. It's not the same. <laughs> All right, Aubrey, what about you? Are you a fan of uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Is, is the 100th episode anything you could be excited about? No, I mean, I watched the first episode and I was like, this is horrible. And then Joey told me it gets better after the first episode, but I just have yet to actually want to sit down and waste my time That's watching right. past the first episode. <laughs> That's right. You still haven't watched like any of it at all except for the first episode. Yeah, because it was way too hard to... To get past. <laughs> all right. All right. So moving on away from Marvel, uh, let's talk about, let's talk a little DCEU uh, universe no, news. No. <laughs> so uh, they are making a Flashpoint movie. We talked about this before. Um, according to an article that, uh, Joey, you posted, it looks like they're going to feature some of the villains based on uh, based on one of the original scripts. Uh, Flashpoint is going to have Captain Cold, Heat Wave, and Killer Frost. Main villain is going to be Dr. Arthur Light. Uh, these sound like characters from the TV show. I, I, it's really confusing for me that they would that they would be pursuing this big Flash movie when a TV show is doing so well. I mean, you would think that they would just come up with a whole different set of villains. I think it's just going to be more confusing for people. But it's happening. And I got some other Flash news regarding this too. But, Joey, what do you think about these villains being in the Flash movie? Um, okay, but... <laughs> How are you going to have like seven villains in this movie? Are they just going to be there for five seconds and then that's it? I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how I feel about this flash movie at all. And I don't understand what, what any of these villains have to do with flashpoint. And mm -hmm. it's, oh, it's DC PU is more like it. All right. Aubrey, what about you? I know you're very, um, uh, very content with the TV version of, of flash. Yeah, I really I don't want a movie to begin with. So anything that has to do with the movie, I'm pretty, you know, I dig my heels in. So I don't I don't really see how the movie's going to work in the first place. And then on top of that, add like 5000 villains. I think it's going to be trash. Well, Are they going to fix how the flash runs? <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's item number one on the top of the list. I saw Ezra Miller on uh He's he's going to Wizard World. I don't know if it's this weekend or next weekend, but you know he filmed like some random video on his phone talking about I can't wait to see you guys in Wizard World. You know how people do that for their things. Yeah, um, and he had like a mustache and a beard, and I'm like, oh no, <laughs> <laughs> it's the key. Lois Lane is don't the key. Don't do it. <laughs> I don't want him to show up to filming with a mustache and ruin the whole movie. <laughs> So they're like, okay, we didn't get it right for Henry Henry Cavill. We're gonna get it right for the Flash, right? This is gonna happen. We're gonna do it. Can you imagine what that looks like in like Ultra 4K? <laughs> Henry Cavill's <laughs> CG mouth. Uh, so the one uh, thing that's well, not one, but something that is looking pretty positive for this Flash movie is that the directors of the movie uh, actually have a new movie coming out this week called Game Night. Now, these two guys wrote Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, their new movie, Game Night, is out this week and is getting really good reviews. Like, it's surprising that any movie can make any kind of noise in this aftermath of Black Panther. But uh, Game Night is getting some really good reviews, so I'm definitely going to try and check it out. And I also found out that one of the guys is, uh, he's actually an actor that I've seen, like, a lot of. 
I want to say his name is Joel Francis Daly or Joel Daly Francis. He he plays on uh, the TV show Bones. Uh, he was sweet. You guys familiar with him? No. Negative. He was in the movie Waiting with uh, Ryan Reynolds. Did you ever see that? Nope. Isn't that a comedy? Yeah. Well, that, that's your answer. Oh, God damn it. Well, anyway, it's nice to see this. This he's. Oh, he was in uh, Freaks and Geeks. He was like one of the nerdy kids. Really? Yeah. And um, the other show <laughs> that wasn't Freaks and Geeks. I don't know. The other one. But anyway, he's that kid. He's that kid. Words and nerds. Well, there's a couple of nerds and freaks and geeks. Not helping me. You're not helping me, Mark. I know. I know. It's one of those shows that I I watched like a little bit of, but I didn't like really. It didn't really stick with me, unfortunately. Uh, but he's one of the main stars of that. I mean, he's like a pipsqueak little little kid, little nerdy kid. He's like he plays the the epitome nerd in like all of those movies growing up, or What's like years name? ago. It's like Joe Francis Daly or something like that. But anyway, he is now a film director, so good for him. Congratulations. He was great in Waiting. That movie is awesome. If you like Ryan Reynolds, uh, check out the movie Waiting. It's really good. Oh, he was the younger brother, John Francis Daly. He was the younger brother. Yeah. He's in Horrible Bosses. He's in Homecoming. Anyway, go on. Sorry, my bad. So the Flash movie might be in good hands because these guys look like they know what they're doing. Good for them. All right. So in other DCEU news, uh, speaking of... uh, Good word of mouth, there was a screening of Aquaman last week, and word is it's pretty badass. Uh, it's getting some some positive feedback. It's uh, epic underwater Star Wars, they're calling it. I'm excited about this news. This makes me feel good. Aubrey, how do you feel about Aquaman possibly getting that good buzz? I'm excited. I've been um, pretty optimistic about Aquaman since the beginning, so I'll take it. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. What about you, Joy? Uh, that's, that's good news to me. I mean... The director is awesome, and I loved Jason Momoa as Aquaman. Even in, uh, I know we've joked on it a little bit, even in uh, Justice League, um, you know, I, I feel like they're going to do justice <laughs> to <laughs> to him in uh, in his solo movie. It's not just going to be him, like, standing in front of a green screen going, yeah, <laughs> my man. So hopefully uh, we'll get a, a much better movie. Um and they already said they're not going to have Johnny Depp's wife show up and make an air bubble for them to talk in. So, <laughs> yeah, supposedly she's like in the movie a lot. Like she's almost like a co lead of the movie. So, That's uh, fine with me. Yeah, woman, woman, woman power. Uh, yeah, I think it's good. I, I like James Wan. I want to see him continue to make good movies. So, I'm really hoping that he pulls this one off. All right. And then in the biggest set of news that came out of the DCEU, uh, my man Joss Whedon is leaving Batgirl. He stepping away from the project, saying he cannot crack the code to get the good script going. And now uh, they're not he's not going to be doing Batgirl. So I don't know if they're going to do it. Is this something that we do? We still want a Batgirl movie without Joss Whedon? Uh, I don't know. Joey, what do you think? Oh, I, I don't know. That Something else has to be going on. That he's just like randomly is like, nah, I can't think of anything. I'm just going to leave this project. Does that seem weird to you? It's, <laughs> any of you guys? It's like, totally weird. It's totally weird. He's had how long? When did this first get announced, too? It was almost a year ago, right? That he was doing Batgirl? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, about a year ago, yeah. So when they offer him the project, he took it. And then in the last year, he hasn't become up, be able to come up with one idea, to, <laughs> like make a movie based on. I don't understand what's happening here. So very strange, very strange. Something else is going on. I feel like uh, 
Well, to be fair, maybe he, because, he maybe could, because of Justice League, they're like, get out. Mm-hmm. That, I'm sure that's part of it too. But to be fair, he didn't crack the code of the Wonder Woman script either, because that script is awful. Uh, Aubrey, how do you feel about Joss Whedon not doing Batgirl? I think it's going to be trash now. <laughs> Did you have high hopes with him being a part of it? I had some hopes. Now I have none. Yeah, it, any DC movie really doesn't deserve my hopes yet. <laughs> so until you see, like, well, you, we, you got Wonder Woman. So there's that. And Aquaman. I mean, I knew I'm excited about Aquaman, but that's really it. Yeah, I think it's it's there was like a rumor before that uh, Zack Snyder got fired from uh, Warner Brothers a while ago before they made the announcement of him leaving Justice League. So I'm thinking that might be part of it. I'm thinking like they fired him and then they were like, okay, we need Joss. We want Joss to come in, but we need like a cover story (laughs) so that it would sound good. What can we offer Joss that would make the, the public go? Oh, yeah, that'll work. Throw up Batgirl. And yeah, that makes sense. Now that Justice League has come out and all of that shit is is not working out too well, they're like, all right, we got to get Joss out of here. Get out. I don't know. It just seems seems fishy to me. Now, does this mean they're not going to make a Batgirl movie, period? Or There doesn't seem like a big groundswell for Batgirl. I thought that was like a character he picked that he wanted to do. So. Yeah, I don't know. I think they offered it to him specifically. I don't think they gave him like a, I don't think they put like a bunch of ideas on a table and said, pick one. But I do know that he has there was another comic book that he was supposed to have coming out that was a it was like a Victorian Batgirl story. And I can't remember the name of it, but he announced it like a while ago, like years ago. And I was I'm waiting for that comic book to come out. And so then when I heard that he got offered Batgirl, I'm like, oh, this is perfect. This is exactly what he wants. So now the fact that he already wrote a comic book that's kind of like Batgirl and he actually has the keys to the Batgirl movie and he can't come up with a story. There is something really fishy about that whole thing. But uh, I am disappointed. He needs to just go to like Netflix and either make a movie for Netflix or make like a TV series for Netflix. Mm -hmm. I think that and and have it not be tied to like DC or Marvel or anything like come up with an original idea and make something cool. Keep it kind of low budget and guerrilla style and kind of get his mojo back, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Because between... uh, Justice League and this nonsense with Batgirl and then Age of Ultron and all the stuff where he's interview doing the interviews for Age of Ultron, like talking trash about Marvel and all that stuff. I, I don't know. He's kind of in a weird place, man. Yeah, there was also that stuff about him uh, cheating on his wife a little while ago that came out. Right, right. And I'm sure a lot of people want if you're going to do a Batgirl movie, maybe it's best to let a female direct it, you know, because they had such a, a big success with Wonder Woman. Maybe that might be the way to go. So I'm, I'm sure there's probably different factors in it, but I, you know, I I like Joss Whedon when his back is up up against the wall. I like when he has like an impossible challenge that he has to accomplish because that's when you get the best ideas. Wonder Woman was not it, but Avengers, the first Avengers, that's an, an impossible task, and he, he pulled it off. A Firefly, impossible, he pulled it off. So, you know, hey, he did Buffy and he did Angel and he did just, um, uh, Avengers. So I mean, he can do whatever he wants, but. He certainly hasn't been doing great lately. Nope. So yeah, maybe uh, fire. Maybe Netflix will want to do Firefly. You know, maybe uh, that ship sailed. <laughs> We're not letting it die. We are not letting it die. All right. So uh, speaking of uh, of um, reboots and remakes, it looks like we're looks like Joey. You're finally going to get that V, the movie that you've been waiting for since you were a kid. Uh, they announced that uh, the original creator announced that they were going to be doing a trilogy based on a V TV show, uh, oh, Visitors God. Among a trilogy. Us. Trilogy. Huh? 
Surprised they didn't announce a V cinematic universe. <laughs> now, I remember watching this show as a kid, and I thought it was kind of cool, but I was, God, eight, nine, maybe? So, you know, anything with lasers, I'm like, ooh, yay. Uh, but, you know, they did that remake of the TV show, and I'm like, this is dumb. I'm, I'm out. So I really could care less about a cinematic version of V. Uh, but, Joey, like I said, this is your dream country, dude. How do you feel? <laughs> it's not my dream come true. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying it. I, I figured you were you're the one who posted it, so you would be all about it. Oh, I liked the uh, original series when I was a kid, but like I didn't really like the remake series at all. I thought it was so lame and had so much weird stunt casting of like every like third lead from every genre TV show of the last <laughs> 15 years was in it. <laughs> it's yep. like. The cast of Firefly, Smallville, and Battlestar Galactica <laughs> make V. It's like, what's happening? So, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, is there even, like, that many people who care about that? <laughs> so they can, they're going to make a trilogy of movies? I don't know. When I went to Comic-Con, they had, like, the V reunion. Um, they had, like, the V, like, uh, cosplayers get yeah, together. That, and- that, that's, at, like, every con. I don't even understand that, like. How are there even enough people that know what V is to make a group of cosplay? <laughs> and they have like 15 people and they have like vehicles and stuff. Like what is happening right now? Mm-hmm. Exactly. There's an audience for it or there's a, there's a, uh, there's a love for it. Where's the manimal uh, <laughs> cosplay group? If we're going to have like weird, obscure <laughs> TV shows that lasted a season. Can we start the auto man <laughs> cosplay group? <laughs> What about Voyagers? We'll dress in, uh, we'll dress in like uh, pirate shirts and have a, a <laughs> compass that we go back in time with. There, right? that, right. uh, that was a deep cut there for you. All right, so Aubrey, I can't imagine you were a fan. You, obviously, you were not you were not around when the original V happened. But what about like the newer one? Are, are you familiar with this franchise at all? No, not really. I mean, I watch V for Vendetta. Is that the same thing? <laughs> What about the letters T and U? What about those? Mm, not really those either. <laughs> yeah, it's it was about uh, alien visitors who were really um, who they were, like they, he- want, they showed up and they acted like they were our friends, but they were really lizards that were going to eat us. Oh, that yep. sounds boring. It, it was a big deal back in nineteen eighty three. Starring nah. Mark Singer, the Beastmaster. <laughs> nah. Well, that's okay. It'll probably just go right to Netflix as soon as the movie, if the movie ever gets made. It'll be uh, Cloverfield uh, Cloverfield 3 all over again. All right. So, um, speaking of Netflix, there was a trailer that dropped for a new series. So, we talked about it a little bit before, but uh, they are making a, a remake of Lost in Space for Netflix. Now, my feelings on Lost in Space, I watched the original 1960s show as a kid. It was okay. Uh, didn't really do anything major for me, but the movie remake is one of my all-time favorite movies. I love that movie so so hardcore. Uh, so yeah, I'm psyched for uh, from the from the trailer. It looks like it's gonna be pretty pretty cool. Aubrey, what did you think of Lost in Space and Netflix trailer? Yeah, it's boring. <laughs> no, I don't really care about it. It looks super boring. Uh-uh. I think that the trailer was really stupid. What? Yeah. They just were walking. <laughs> you know, I can't argue with that. You're you're absolutely right. 
And they're holding like a book or a pamphlet or something in space. That doesn't make any logical sense. The pages would be everywhere. You wouldn't be able to hold it closed like that. <laughs> Already, I don't want to see it just based on <laughs> its <laughs> illogic. Based on a 60-second trailer, Aubrey's like, yeah. I'm done. <laughs> yep. I don't fucking want to do it. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Joey, what about you, dude? Um, I, I'll watch it. I thought the trailer was was decent. It got got across what needed to be gotten, but uh, it didn't really show anything. It was just people walking. Um, I used to watch the old one in repeats on USA all the time, and it was awful, <laughs> but like amazingly awful. Like it was just like they had a budget of three dollars and seventy five cents, and they were like, "What do we have laying around the the set <laughs> that we can use?" And oh, here's some beach balls. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they just like make uh, make something out of it, but I, I hated that movie, Mark. I can't believe you love that movie. I hated it so much because it's it's one of those things where, and we'll get into it when we do the uh, "I Hate You Now" watch. But it's one of those movies where I looked at that TV show and I'm like, this is not going to be a good movie at all. There is no way they could take this and make a good movie. And like within ten minutes of watching that movie, I'm like, yes, I am all in. I love that movie. I love that movie so much i used to have all like the the posters and all of that shit i love that shit you are crazy that movie is not very good at all <laughs> that's all right we're but gonna we're gonna get into it trust me i'm sure we will i uh i will watch this and aubrey you're gonna have to watch <laughs> at least the first episode but yep. um we'll see we'll see uh you know again i don't have a lot of time but if it's cool and it's not a huge long season it shouldn't be it's netflix so hopefully like eight to 13 episodes uh, I'll check it out. It's sci-fi and it looks cool. So mm -hmm. again, I'm not like going to do backflips around the house about it or anything, but <laughs> all right. So, uh, and the last thing is, uh, it's barely news at all, but I wanted to throw it <laughs> out there. Uh, the Muppets are coming back. Uh, all the big Muppet fans, it looks like they're getting their own show again. Uh, now I know the last show did not go over too well. It was more like a, Muppets meets the office and uh, audiences were not really down for that. This one will probably probably be more positive, like the uh, like that movie that came out a little while ago with Jason Segel. But this one's going to be on the Disney streaming service, uh, which, you know, we'll, we'll see what else they have on there. Uh, determines whether if I, whether if I'm going to get it or not. But, you know, the Muppets are coming back. Aubrey, are you a Muppets fan or are you psyched to get a new TV show for the Muppets? I'm not. I don't. I'm not. And I'm not. What about little, what about little Noah? Do you, does he like the Muppets? No, no. Right now he likes Transformers. Uh, <laughs> like what version of Transformers? All Transformers. <laughs> yes, we have watched all of them. <laughs> it's fantastic. Uh, Joey, what about you, dude? Um, I'll, I'll watch it. I love the Muppets. I just, there's, you know, ever since Jim Henson died, the quality of Muppets has been all over the place. Yep. So I hated that last TV show, whatever the fuck that was. It was awful. Yeah. I heard me it. And, uh, I, I watched like yeah, one me, episode. And I thought it was good. Me and uh, Jen watched the first episode. My wife's huge Muppets fan. Yeah. And we watched the first episode and we were just like, ugh. <laughs> and then we didn't watch it again. And if we're like. You know, we actually have nostalgia for the Muppets right. and we're like fans of the Muppets and we don't want to watch it. I can only imagine what someone who doesn't someone like Aubrey who doesn't have that 
nostalgic pull towards the characters and stuff uh, would want to watch it. So um, hopefully we'll see. I mean, there's been some good stuff. Muppet Treasure Island is an absolute fucking classic. So they can make good Muppets content. They just have to kind of take their time and make sure it doesn't suck. Yeah, that movie with uh, Jason Segel wasn't that bad. It was actually entertaining. Yeah, we liked that, too. The sequel wasn't very good, though. Yeah, that one I didn't. I missed that one. All right. So it's, it's so hit and miss. It's so hit and miss. But I will I will I will defend Muppets Treasure Island to the day I die. I love that movie. All right. You want to get all right. Well, I, mean, I was going to say you're going to give me crap for Lost in Space, but you're like Muppets Treasure Island. All right. Come on. Muppets Treasure Island's rules is Tim Curry in it. You're the worst. If you don't like that, you're the worst. All right. So I, I, I lied. I did have one last bit of news. Now, this is huge. This is a huge announcement. Uh, based on the rousing success of Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, uh, Universal has announced part three. Uh, June 11, 2021, we're going to get Jurassic World 3. Wait, I'm sorry. I'm just, someone's telling me Jurassic World 2 has not come out yet. So, right. It, so so it, we don't know if it's successful or not? Is that what you're telling me? Okay, so we don't know if it's successful, but for some reason Universal has uh, decided they're going to announce part three. Aubrey, your girl's going to be coming back. She might even bring the high heels. Are you psyched for Jurassic World 3? I am excited. I actually retweeted that. I have even more high hopes for it. I I hope, you know, it's funny because I'm such a hypocrite. I sit here and I bitch about series that go on for too long, like Fast and Furious, and I'm egging on a third, (laughs) you know, installment of Jurassic World. This would be like, what, the seventh movie? Sixth movie? Seventh. The sixth. Yeah, the sixth movie. I don't. I don't know. It probably will be shit. We'll wait for the trailer. I'll probably be disappointed. We don't even know how the second movie is gonna do. Uh, Joey, are you surprised by this at all? No, because the first Jurassic World was a monster hit. So even if this movie dropped fifty percent box office wise, it would still be a smash hit. Um, so yeah, I mean, law of diminishing returns. I'm sure it won't be as good or as popular, but it's a franchise that they have. So why not? You know, mm-hmm. anybody who didn't think that this wasn't going to happen anyway, it's weird that they're announcing it before the other <laughs> one came out, which is strange, but we all knew it was going to happen. You know, It's like being surprised that there's going to be more Marvel movies in two years. <laughs> like, of course it's going to happen. Well, yeah, I had a feeling they were going to do of, uh, they were going to make a trilogy out of it, but, Man, they are really jumping a gun a little bit. Like, what if this one is just fucking awful? What if the second one is awful? Well, I don't think the Lost World colon Jurassic Park was that good, and they still made part three. Oh, that's true. <laughs> and part three was not good at all. I love part three. I love part three. Uh, uh, oh, my God. When a pterodactyl comes out of the, the fucking fog on a bridge, I'm I'm applauding. I'm standing up and applauding during that scene. I love that movie. Yuck. <laughs> All right, so that's it. That's it for the news. All right. Well, that was interesting. So now we're going to talk about a new movie that came out on Netflix. Now, it's not Netflix everywhere. I think it might have been theatrical in Japan. That makes sense. But this just popped up and we were like, we should probably watch this and talk about it. So we're always looking for something to watch and talk about. It is a live action adaptation of the manga and anime of Full Metal Alchemist. Um, We all had a chance to watch it. Now, before we get into like spoilers and whatnot, 
let's talk a little bit about the movie non-spoiler now have you guys ever read this uh manga or seen this anime mark uh i have not read the manga i did watch half of the first episode of full metal alchemist brotherhood on netflix the animated all right what did you think of that uh i i made it halfway through and then i was out didn't care for it all right what about you aubrey did you have any uh any interaction with this franchise before the movie that we watched? Yeah, I mean, I watched the anime when it was on um, Cartoon Network. All right. So you, we have someone that is a knowledgeable about the backstory and stuff. This is good. This is very good. And you liked it, obviously, if you spent the time to watch it. Yeah, I mean, I was a lot younger when I did watch it, but it was good. Mm. Okay, so I never read the manga. I know Janine has, and I certainly never watched the anime because, I mean... Why don't you understand that anime belongs in the trash? <laughs> so, you know, they definitely didn't watch that. But, yeah, I, I, I did watch the movie. So uh, what did we think of the movie without spoiling anything, uh, Aubrey? Um, it was hard for me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's, that's not a ringing endorsement. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm just so pessimistic to begin with. Meh. What about you, Mark? I was really excited to watch this movie when uh, it came up on Netflix. It was one of those things where um, the, the, the reason I started watching the anime uh, in the first place is because I went to a Comic-Con with my buddy Paris, and he was rocking like a red trench coat with like this symbol on the back, and I had no idea what it was, but all of the people there knew what it was. They're like, hey, love your coat, blah, blah, blah. So he told me the name of the show, and I started watching it just so I could get an idea of what it was. So... Trying to watch the anime, I couldn't get into it, but I knew that there was that live action movie that was coming, and I would always text them like, "Dude, they're making a movie out of that that uh, anime that you like." So I was actually looking forward to this. Visually, from the first five minutes, I'm like, "Oh, this is gonna be good," and then I just I just couldn't do it. I just couldn't get into it. You weren't feeling it, huh? No, and I wanted to. I wanted to. There's <laughs> one thing that I love. I am a huge fan of adaptations. I love tr anyone trying to take properties from one genre or from one uh, form and moving it to another so the fact that i can get i can watch a two-hour movie or a two and a half hour movie jesus uh instead of sitting through like 16 episodes of an anime i'm like uh, I'm, yeah i'm all for that but man this was rough <laughs> uh, i almost have the exact same reaction as the other two of you um i i i liked the beginning of the movie when it kind of just started off, it starts off with like some action and chase. So after we have little kids, so we'll, we'll get into that in a second, but it started off. Okay. I was, I was in and then it just, it just drags on and on and on. And I was like, there are at least five or six times I, I would, I watched it. I watched half of it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Um, so yesterday I went to bed at six o'clock at night <laughs> And I fell dead asleep because I hadn't gone to bed yet. And I fell dead asleep and I uh, woke up at like four in the morning. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, I have to watch Full Metal Alchemist. So I got up and I watched an hour of it on Netflix on the TV. And then I went back to bed and then I woke up this afternoon around noon and <laughs> I watched another hour of it. <laughs> and it still wasn't over. On my computer. Um, but even like I would grab the remote and push the button and be like, man, this has only been like 15 minutes of this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, God, there's two and a half hours of this. And then I kept on my computer. I'd scroll up and like look at the, the bar and be like, oh, man, it's still it's still 45 minutes. 
<laughs> it reminded me a lot of when me and Derek used to uh, Derek from Not Another Nerdy Podcast used to uh, go to cons a lot. And I'm talking about like 17, 20 years ago. There was no Netflix, Hulu. There wasn't even torrenting. (laughs) There's nothing. So like to get these kind of movies, we would have to just buy them sometimes like completely sight unseen from like bootleg tables at cons. And sometimes it works out great. You know, like that's how I got Battle Royal and Azumi and other times uh, Shaolin Soccer. And other times it, it didn't. You just got something crappy, but it was just kind of a crapshoot, you know, what you got based on the box. But almost all of those movies have that kind of formula like this one that we watched. It's less, I don't know if that's a Japanese movie thing, but they just meander so much <laughs> in the middle of the movie where you're just like, Jesus Christ, get on with it. <laughs> I felt the exact same way. I'm like looking at the scene and they'll just they'll just keep the camera on a character for like 10 seconds, 15 seconds. And I'm like, okay, what's going to happen? And then you'll get a shot of the next character. 10 seconds, 15 seconds. Like, what the what what are you doing? It wasn't Blade Runner 2049 bad, but it was. (laughs) But uh, yeah, I mean, that's just seems like that style uh, maybe Mm -hmm. of of movie making or how they make genre movies, because that's all we watch. It's not like we were watching like dramas and things. But it was just reminded me of that I kept being like, oh, did I just buy this on DVD for twenty five dollars at a con? <laughs> like what happened? Um, so, yeah, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't the best thing I've ever watched. So I guess uh, that's pretty much all we can say without spoiling stuff. So we're going to play a sound drop. And then after that sound drop, we'll be just spoiling the hell out of this movie. So go nuts mark play your drop and we will come back and spoil full metal alchemist you will die alone all right spoil away mark all right so the movie starts off with two little blonde kids uh running outside of a like a hut not a hut like a little old like house like from the early late 1800s and her mom is like doing uh hanging up the laundry in the clothesline and it's like this beautiful like landscape and uh i was kind of shocked I'm like hey these two little blonde asian boys that's unusual you don't really see that a lot in movies and then i remember i kind of remember this was an anime so i guess they're wizards in some way they do magic and they they're alchemists al- alchemist and they transform something into toys really weird looking toys and they showed their mom, and her mom was like, "Yeah, that's great." And then she dies. <laughs> Why did their mom die? Is it like ever been explained? <laughs> it doesn't really explain. I think that that's a frustrating part too, because they don't really explain in the beginning why these two little boys are there, fatherless, and with a mother that dies. <laughs> and then on top of that, they have a funeral, and there's all these people at the funeral, and nobody thinks to take in these two little boys. <laughs> Well, maybe their mom like was like like, doing the laundry and she turned around and there were a bunch of cameras filming filming full metal alchemist. (laughs) She's like, fuck this. I'm out. And she's died. (laughs) Yeah, I thought it was weird that these two little kids, even though there was a funeral with adults, they wound up back like in front of the gravesite of their mom. And they're like, man, I'm hungry. Like, yeah, I'm cold, too. And I'm like, who's watching these kids? Who's taking care of these kids? So I had to immediately stop thinking in that line. Uh, they go back to the house where there's plenty of uh, 
there's no food, but there's plenty of ingredients to perform magic spells. So they decide they're going to bring their mom back from the dead. And uh, even though it's taboo to do it, it's against the rules, but they do it. And then one of the little brothers gets picked up by the winds uh, from the magic spell that they're doing, and he gets blown away. Yeah, but it didn't. the spell didn't even work. They didn't even bring their mom back. No, no. They just made a big yeah, tornado inside. Yeah, they just destroyed inside. themselves. <laughs> mm-hmm. So then we cut to uh, the blonde kid, one of the blonde kids grown up, the one that didn't get blown away in the tornado, chasing a priest down the alleyways and uh, using like magic to stop him, to like create like rock formations and stuff. I don't know. He he's chasing a priest. The priest had a magic ring. He wanted to get the ring. And then uh, there was a giant silver suit of armor that was there too. And apparently that was the brother. Uh, the little brother that got blown away by the windstorm, his soul got trapped inside of the suit of armor. And now they're chasing a priest to get the ring, which is supposed to be the philosopher's stone. That stone is going to help the older brother bring back the younger brother's body. Does that sound right? I think so. <laughs> yeah. And then on top of that, like they have the most American names ever. Ed and Al. Yeah. I wonder if those are their real names or if that's just what the subtitles made them be. <laughs> no, because I thought that that was their name in the anime, too. I'm almost positive that was their name in the anime. Yeah, I think you're right. So, yeah. So uh, so then, like, the police show up or the this version of the police. It's like 19, God, I don't know, like 1910, 1915 year. Uh, so this version of the police show up and they kind of break up the fight. Uh, the philosopher's stone that the priest had was fake and uh i think they are they arrest the kid um what was the then aubrey what's the main kid's name there's ed and there's al so ed was the main kid is it yeah ed and al all right so uh, i'm trying to like really get into this movie and i'm not really paying attention but then all of a sudden a girl shows up named uh winry Mm -hmm. and i'm like oh here we go. Now, now I'm down. Now, now I'm into it. And she's the <laughs> she's the mechanic because I guess one of the kids has a robotic arm, a robotic and arm and a ro- robotic leg. And she's the quote unquote mechanic of it. She, she she like fixes it for him, designs it, and gives it to him. So uh, yeah, when she came onto the scene, I'm like, all right, this is this this is looking better. Uh, and we're introduced to some villains named after the seven deadly sins. There's lust, big fat dude named Gluttony who was just eating. Uh, and then um, Envy, I think, was the last one, who was like a shapeshifter. Joey, what did you think of these uh, these villains? Um, I liked Lust. <laughs> <laughs> she was no Winry, though. Mm. That was it. They just had bad CG, and there weren't. It didn't really explain like who they were, what they were doing, what they wanted, why they were doing anything. So, <laughs> okay, <laughs> they're just there, <laughs> like. Like there's no explanation for like what their purpose was. I watched the whole movie. So even at the end of the movie, like I just still don't understand like what they were, or what they were doing. So yeah, I, 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 so I don't know. I couldn't quite figure it out either. And it's something I, I kept hoping that there would, they would explain towards, towards the end, but they were gone for like, they would appear like in random parts of the movie and then be gone for like huge chunks of time. And I definitely feel like this movie has, it was definitely designed for fans of the anime because there'll be like shots of characters coming in and the camera would just kind of stay with them. Like, look, boys and girls, 
here's this version of the character. Yay! And I'm like, I don't know who this is, so it doesn't really matter to me. Aubrey, you are familiar with the anime. Does that sound right to you? Yeah, I mean, you're really just thrown into this story without really knowing the backstory. And it, I don't know, it was very frustrating for me because it has horrible, horrible wigs involved. <laughs> and, and like it was in Japanese, so I was like reading English subtitles because I had no fucking clue what was going on. And I mean, I watched the anime so many years ago that it was like... I probably should have watched a refresher before I watched this damn movie because I was so freaking confused. Yeah, the only thing that I really could gather was that this kid wanted to find a Philosopher's Stone to f- get his brother's body back because his brother's soul was trapped inside the uh, the suit of armor. So he's been put on this kind of like mission uh, from the police to you know go see this doctor, go see this scientist or whatever. Uh, and they're going to help you. The information that they have is going to help you uh, do what you want to do to help save your brother. So at least he had an ongoing thing. And as the more people that he meets, the more directions that he goes into, there's this big conspiracy of someone else that's trying to find a philosopher's stone who wants to make like an army of zombies, one-eyed zombies. Which, of course, only happens and is explained in the last, like, seven minutes of the movie. (laughs) Right. But before that, it's all about uh, uncovering a mystery, I guess, of this kid trying to find a Philosopher's Stone. I don't know. It's paced awfully. It is so badly paced. And I I just didn't care at all. But I I did like the visual effects. I'm I'm not going to lie. I thought the CG was awesome. In, In parts. Yeah, there definitely wasn't enough action scenes in it. It needed a lot more action. Uh, but what did well, you? I, I thought it was going to be pretty good from the first part where he's chasing the guy with the ring and the that had supposedly had the stone, but it didn't. Um, I was like, okay, like I could watch this, and then it just nothing happened. It's people talking for literally like forty five minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's nothing that happens. They go to some guy's house for dinner. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why was that scene there for 20 minutes? I forgot about that. <laughs> I tried. All right. So there was one aspect of this movie that like kind of, well, I wouldn't say shocked me, but I was like surprised to see that this is where it came from. There's it's, it must be super popular because there is a character. There's like a doctor that works on like experimenting with creatures <laughs> or putting souls into into other things or something he he does he does like the bad stuff kind of like under the radar stuff but he does it for the military he's trying to put souls into other creatures or or something some kind of transmutation stuff uh now there's this thing that i didn't know where it came from but there's a a guy who turned his daughter into a dog or it mixed his daughter and dog <laughs> dog together and she has a wig on <laughs> I, Again, let me, with let the me, wigs. <laughs> let me explain it for you guys about, about this dog and the girl. Why don't you understand that <laughs> anime belongs in the trash? Now, it's definitely one of those things where, okay, now before I saw this movie, this is something that I kind of knew about like like a year ago, maybe even more than that. I didn't. I just didn't have the context, but I knew there was something about a, a guy, a doctor experimenting in a dog that was half girl, half dog. I didn't know where it came from. So when I saw it in a movie, I'm like, holy shit. 
That is fucking freaky. <laughs> Don't like it's, it. This is very strange. The whole movie is very strange because it it's a Japanese movie and they just have no fucks to give. Mm-hmm. So just in case I didn't explain it right, this scientist somehow did a, like a, a Jeff Goldblum fly thing where he took his seven-year-old daughter who like, you know, has pigtails and is all like happy and sunshine and her big fluffy like shaggy dog and somehow like combined them together. So there's this huge dog that's like, hello. It talks like a little girl with a with long hair. Yeah, but the be- the best part was that <laughs> the girl was was sad about her mom not being around anymore when they first meet her, and you find out it's because the guy made his wife into a <laughs> into like animal. a creature or something, and she, and she died. Oh god, this movie is so weird. Aubrey, do you remember this from the original anime at all? I vaguely remember the big dog girl. <laughs> vaguely. I really so, should should watch the anime again and then rewatch this movie. So what happened to the dog girl then? I don't know. It, it, no one knows. Yeah. They they escorted the father away and locked him up. Uh, but then Envy like transformed into like a general and broke him free from jail. Uh, it the, the the whole thing unraveled like just very oddly, very oddly. Point of the story is the head of the police department wants to have an army of one eyed zombie creatures take over the world he needed the scientist who figured out how to combine his daughter and his dog together to figure out how to make uh philosopher's stones that he can plug into these bodies that were prisoners of war from a war that happened like a long time ago that were all like hanging from the ceiling so cut to the end of the movie there's like thousands of these white one-eyed zombies that are going out to take over the world and uh, the police department has to stop them from one side of the uh, the castle that they're in. And our hero and one of the cops and a big robot or the big uh, suit of armor have to take care of the uh, seven deadly sins, lust. and Of which and there's eight. only three. <laughs> right. And they only kill two of them. The third one just kind of disappears. Yeah, the third one is eating. Gluttony is eating the zombies. And then... The other zombies, like there was like zillions of them. Somehow, like seven policemen with bolt rifles are able to kill them all. Yep, it's they were magic bullets. <laughs> it's the whole thing is just like it's just odd. It's just odd. It looks cool. It looks cool, <laughs> but the pacing and the story is like I don't really. You're not you're not pulling me in, guys. It's not you're not pulling it me. It felt in. like watching a TV series, but you only were watching every other episode. <laughs> And I kept waiting for the commercial break to come in. I'm like, all right, eventually this is going to pause and I can like regain myself, figure out what's going on. Nope. <laughs> there's no commercial break at all. Oh, man. Well, I don't, I don't even know what else we can say about this movie. <laughs> it was okay. Um, but I certainly wouldn't recommend anyone to watch it. What would you give this movie out of five, Aubrey? Probably a 2.75. It wasn't terrible. It just wasn't something that... I probably would have watched willingly just because, <laughs> you know, it's just one of those odd Japanese movies like Godzilla. It's just, it's just like so, di- it's so um, niche that like even, and I don't know, I don't even know how to describe the thought in my, in my brain. It's almost like watching Mortal Kombat where it's like, 
really bad action and CG and like you just have to kind of like those types of movies to enjoy this movie. It wasn't horrible. It just was, I don't know. All right. What about you, Mark? Uh, yeah, I would give it out of five. I would give it a one. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> because I, I, I swear to God, I just could not get into it at all. There was other than like how visually cool it looked. Visually watching people stand around and stare at each other is not exciting at all. Um, it, it did have a cool like, way of bouncing around a story so you didn't really know exactly how these pieces fell into place like his conversation with the devil was pretty cool and when he almost got his brother's body back was pretty cool like that whole sequence but like that story is just like it's it's all over the place it's, it just who it's weird it's it, just weird it's it's very weird and i watched um like space battleship yomoto i think is the name of it like the start, the based on a Star Blazer show, which a show that I'd never watched as a kid, um, but I watched the live action movie of it, and I love that movie. So I was thinking, oh yeah, obviously they know how to take Japanese anime and make it into a live action movie, and this is just it wasn't good. It just wasn't good. So yeah, I'll give it a one. Wow, I gave it a two out of five, uh, strictly because there were action scenes and there are cool parts of the movie. It's and um. I did like the two girls that were in it were attractive. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I do you know the girl, the woman that played lust is 45 years old. Yeah, I could believe it. Yeah. You know, what's really funny is Noah's father is Filipino. And he said once, I'll never forget this because it's so funny and true. He goes, Asians don't age until they get to a certain point And then they just look like Yoda. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> And it's true because when if you met him, you would never guess that he was almost forty years old. Um, but it <laughs> it's so true. It's my little quip, everybody right on the internet about how mad you are at me. <laughs> the internet says Dear <laughs> no one's mad at you. Dear so wizard. Tap, 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 tap. How dare you call Asian Yoda? <laughs> Jesus. Um, so, yeah, I gave it a two out of five. I certainly wouldn't recommend anyone sitting down and watching it. But I think if you know what you're getting into, much like I did once the movie started and realized what kind of movie this was, you know what you're going to get, which is a lot of meandering, weird, boring <laughs> scenes that have nothing to do with anything. Mm. So, yeah, that is Netflix presents Full Metal Alchemist. Well, we wrap things up. Anyone got some recommendations for the listeners out there? Aubrey. I have been reading this book called You Are a Badass. Um, so I think everybody should go read it. I think What's I said that last week. I can't. Yeah, remember. you did. <laughs> yeah. Um, it is about like living your fullest life and um doing what you want to do and how when you are a kid you have this idea of like i'm gonna be an astronaut and the world has yet to beat you into how being an astronaut is difficult so then you become afraid of becoming an astronaut as you get older and you're afraid that you can't do it and you let your fears take over and then you become an accountant um so it pretty much is like you know go be an astronaut because that's what you wanted to be at one point and you're not going to be truly happy until you live the life that you actually wanted to lead so it's good. That sounds good. Word. Yeah. It's only $10. So cool. And what about you, Mark? Uh, yeah. I want to recommend everyone check out the other shows in a nerd podcast mafia, including uh, last week's open all powers, which uh, your boy got to guest host on, which is a lot of fun. And uh, 
yeah, I was on a few few shows last week. So check out all of the shows in the Nerd Podcast Mafia. They're great. And uh, the other thing I wanted to recommend is I'm still on my road to Infinity War. Uh, this week is Captain America Winter Soldier. So I am chugging away. Uh, I was stunned how good uh, Louis Leterrier's Incredible Hulk was. I haven't seen that movie in a while. That movie holds up pretty well. Uh, I, I, I'm stunned at, at how good that, that movie looked. So I, I kind of want some more Louis Leterrier movies to come out. But yeah, that's what I recommend. Watch more Marvel movies and go see Black Panther again. It needs some money. <laughs> Awesome. Well, first, I will suggest everyone goes to SoWizardPodcast.com, where they'll find the podcast every week, as well as links to all our social media accounts. And on the right-hand side of the page, movie reviews by Mark and Adam, as well as streaming picks every week from Adam. Lots of cool stuff. Check it out, SoWizardPodcast.com. You'll find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or just about any podcatching app under the sun. Don't forget to check us out on Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review on there or podknife.com. And we are now on Vero. If you have uh, the new Vero social media app, we are on there. Um, I haven't really posted much yet. I'm still getting my legs underneath me as to how it works. But it's more or less uh, Instagram, but without algorithms or uh, advertisements. So when you're on Instagram and you're scrolling through and you see someone you follow's picture and then you look underneath and it was posted five days ago and you're like, what? Why didn't I see that for five days? They don't do that on, on Vero. It's all just how Instagram used to be um, with everything in order of it being posted. So, you know, people are liking it. There's a lot of cosplayers on there. So, you know, we're checking it out and seeing what we can do on there. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't really have much for a recommendation other than you go and check out online on iTunes and other places. You can watch the first episode of the new TV series based on the movie Heathers. <laughs> and by shock, we will be reviewing and reacting to it next week on the podcast. So it's probably a good idea that you go and watch it. So, you know what the hell we're talking about. I am not looking forward to it at all, but I will watch it. And do my duty for podcasting. That's right. You promised you would watch at least the first episode. I will. I am. I will do it. I'm not looking forward to it. So <laughs> that is going to do it this week for episode number 186 of the So Wizard podcast. I've been your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. I'll take you to the candy shop. Let you look around like a pop. Go ahead, girl. Don't you stop. Going to hit this spot. Whoa. <laughs> and the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus Reagans. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was great, Aubrey. Um, you guys have a great week. Can eat you up, bitches. We'll see you next week on the So Wizard podcast when we review Heather's, the TV series. Be excellent to each other. Good journey.